0: just making sure everything's running right here with the podcast and uh, we'll post it there for those that don't have facebook and can't <clears throat> can't watch but uh we'll have some audio up uh, as soon as we get done here but we appreciate <clears throat> uh all that are with us this morning uh it's obvious i guess that we're not uh, having service at the church we had uh, pretty good snow last night and uh uh, I think it ended up snowing a lot further south than anybody anticipated and uh, so we're just <clears throat> at home today going to jump online. Uh, going to uh, if you have your Bibles we we're going to be preaching out of Isaiah chapter number nine this morning Isaiah chapter number nine I'd encourage you to get your Bible read along with us uh, <clears throat> but uh, we, uh, we appreciate everybody who's taking time to jump on this morning. It uh, seems like uh, we looked around this morning and it looks like overwhelming majority of churches in our area have called off, so uh, thankful for this uh, opportunity that God has provided us to uh, be able to provide a service for those that, that want to uh, join and attend the service, So, but uh, uh, we we appreciate every one of you. Let's continue to pray for all those that are sick, uh, struggling with the, the virus, and all the after effects that come along with it so let's remember all those and the families most uh certainly but uh, uh let's let's pray especially for those that are lost <clears throat> that uh, are unaffiliated with the uh, with the church and uh never been saved we we would uh we would love to see and hear uh, uh from those that uh that are not but uh, we appreciate you being with us, and, and we'll uh, we'll start stop him hawing around here, and we'll get on with the preaching this morning, but uh, we appreciate the opportunity once again to be with you. Uh, Isaiah chapter number 9 is, like I've already said, is where we're going to take our text from. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer just briefly, and then we'll get in uh, to the reading of the text. Our Father, Lord, we thank you, God, for this day. Thank you for this privilege, honor, and opportunity that you've afforded us, God, to approach thy throne of grace. We thank you, Lord, uh, for your... Uh, tender love and kindness god that you bestow upon us your children we're so unworthy and undeserving of But god we thank you lord for your faithfulness god for your enduring patience and we're thankful lord that it's not your will that any should perish but that all should come to repentance father we thank you lord uh, for loving us when we were unlovable i'm glad that you committed and commended your love toward us uh gosh and uh, god in our uh, abominable state father we're just so thankful uh fortunate god and uh Uh, graceful recipients God of your great love and mercy God which you bestowed upon us God we pray most of all father uh, for those who are lost and undone uh, that are sin sick needy and lost we pray God that today would be the good day God when they would uh, purpose in their hearts uh, God to follow you to take up their cross and to follow you uh, even unto the end father we thank you Lord for loving us we pray God once again for the sick and afflicted those in nursing homes and the hospitals God, we pray, God, that your loving hand, God, and tender mercies, God, will be upon them. Watch over us now. Keep us in care for us. God, let us be good stewards of thy word. God, let us preach through unction of the Holy Spirit, not uh, not of ourselves. But, God, let us be led of thee. God, we might speak the words God that be edifying uh, to your church and to your people. Help us today. Watch over us now. We'll thank you and praise you for what you do. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Isaiah chapter number 9 is what the text that is laid on our hearts this morning. Um, we were supposed to preach Brotherhood at Redeemed and Commerce this morning. Obviously, and they got canceled and pushed to next week. And Cody Riley was going to preach uh, this morning at Timber Ridge. And we pushed all that off to next week. So we'll be uh, at Brotherhood down there next Sunday morning. If you uh, <clears throat> feel the need and want to join us down there at 8 o'clock at Redeemed. Uh, and then Brother Cody will be bringing the message at Timber Ridge next Sunday morning at 11 o'clock. We encourage all that can and will to come out and be a part of the service. Uh, we need God's people. And uh, we encourage you to come be a part of us. Isaiah chapter number 9. Now that we've said all that, we'll get into this. Isaiah chapter number 9. This is a familiar reading uh, of text. And oftentimes it's preached a lot of times and quoted a lot of times at Christmas time. Uh, I myself use it there extensively. But... We want to look at something else here for just a few minutes this morning. In Isaiah chapter number 9, verse number 1, the Bible says, "Nevertheless, the dimness shall not be such as was in her vexation, when at the first uh, he lightly afflicted the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, uh, and afterward did more grievously afflict afflict her by the way of the sea beyond Jordan and, and Galilee of the nations." The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light, they that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them that light uh, th- hath that light shined. Thou hast multiplied the nation and not increased the joy. They joy before thee according to the joy in harvest, as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. Uh, for thou hast broken the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, as in the day of Midian. For every battle of the warrior is with confused noise, and garments rolled in blood. But this shall be with burning, uh, with burning, and with fuel of fire. For unto us, uh, for unto us, a child is born; unto us, a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no uh, no end. Upon the throne of David. And upon his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth for uh, forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. The Lord uh, sent a word into Jacob, and it hath lighted upon Israel. We believe that be all that God have to read. And you're hearing this morning, we pray that God would richly add his blessing to the reading of his word. But <clears throat> as we as we uh, look at this here for just a few minutes this morning, we're not gonna keep you and tie you up too long. Uh, But we want to preach a text uh, uh, or a message with a focus on the text, the Son of Man. And I know that the Son of Man is not explicitly named here, Um, but uh, uh, that's going to be the the text that we want to follow with this morning. We're probably going to read a passage uh, out of the uh, 16th chapter of the book of Matthew, which is a very familiar passage as well. Uh, But as we look at this right here, uh, and, and we see this identification that Isaiah draws us down to now... Uh, For the immediate context of the scripture, we know that this was probably uh, has something, a close relation to do with Hezekiah uh, after the following of Ahaz and his son. Uh, And we know that that's the immediate prophetical context of this. But right here
1: we see that it's uh, more forward looking forward uh, to a messianic king that shall come and reign after uh, the order of the Davidic king and we see this right here and we see this son of man and I want to get into this here this morning because and I want to read this to you because this is something that we quote often and, and but I want you to keep this in your mind and, and, and uh, as we work our way through the
0: text this morning but in Matthew 16 verse number 13 Jesus is having a conversation with Peter on the coast of Caesarea Philippi says the word of God
1: and they're and they're conversating one with another and the Bible says When Jesus came to the coast of Caesarea
0: Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? Uh, And they said, Well, uh, some say that thou art John the Baptist. Some say that thou art
1: Elias or Elijah. And others say Jeremiah, which is Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said unto them, But who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And it's like I said, we're going to focus here for just a few minutes on the the context of the Son of Man. What does that mean? What does the Son of Man uh, explicitly mean? Over 87 times in the Gospels, with the exception of four different times, uh, that we find uh, uh, the Bible tells us that Jesus makes reference to this term, the Son of Man. And when he was referring to the Son of Man, he was referring to himself. And where do we find that language? We, feel, we see it in Ezekiel uh, chapter number two, is the prophet is a prophesying of the future coming, uh, Davidic king, the Son of Man. And as he's uh, sitting here and, and we see that this is a conceptual idea that the Son of Man Uh, is a term that is used, and uh, as the prophets use it, uh, they're referring oftentimes of themselves. But when Jesus uses it, it takes on a different description and a different connotation. In Isaiah chapter number, or not Isaiah, but in the book of Daniel in chapter number seven, we find a place where uh, the scripture tells us about the Son of Man uh, dealing and presenting himself to the Ancient of Days. And then we see where we get over into the New Testament usage of this, and we see that the overwhelming preponderance uh, of the use of this term is at the lips of Jesus. He often refers to himself as the Son of Man. And I want to just carry us just briefly over to the book of Genesis. And we see over here where the Bible tells us that God created Adam. Uh, And I want to say this, when we look at the term in the Hebrew context, Adam, uh, we see it used Adam proper and Adam, which is also referring to humanity. Uh, And so friends, listen, we see that the Bible is teaching us that God not only created Adam proper and Eve proper, but also we see in context of what the scripture is trying to tell us that he created Adam, which is humanity. And then we get over into the New Testament context and and Jesus tells us, he says, now listen, I am the son of man. And we see the same thing used in 1 Corinthians 15 when Jesus tells us this, he said that I am the second Adam. When Paul is writing about the uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, he is saying that. Listen, I am the second Adam or Adam. Listen, I am the. Listen, if you've been following our John series that we've been preaching and teaching through uh, on Wednesday nights, we see uh, what the Bible is telling us in John chapter three that He is the eternal begotten. And when He's speaking of it Himself, He said, "Listen, I am the eternal begotten, second person of the Trinity, the Lord Jesus." Jesus Christ I am the Messiah that the that the old testament prophets that they wrote about that they saw about listen we see where he's having a discussion with the pharisees and this happens a lot of times and uh, listen, he said, Abraham spoke of my day and saw it. Amen. Uh, friends, listen, they said, uh, You're not even yet 50 years old and you've met uh, Abraham. He said, Before Abraham was, I am. Amen. Friends, listen, he wasn't making the comparison of the contrast that, uh, listen, that I, I didn't come before Abraham. That's not what he was saying. He said, He's not saying, not I will be, you nor have I been, but he said, I am. Amen. There's never a time. Time that I was not. There was never a time when I will not be. He was making the declaration that I am the son of God. I am the son of man. And when we see this contrast right here, we see where Jesus is making a claim. And we need to understand this from a gospel perspective, the incarnation factor of the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, it was, uh, uh, listen, the Holy Spirit came and conceived in the womb of the virgin laden mary so we have uh, listen we see this John 3 what do we see in John 3 uh, the bible says uh, listen uh, for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son he gave his only begotten son the monogenesis which is which is being born uh, listen from above he is the unique Son of God, we've talked about this. And we go back to John 3, 5, and we see the Greek word anothen, which means born again. So we see that the Son of God, the unique Son of God is born from above, amen? And listen, now he said, now I have come and I have taken upon myself and robed myself. Now listen, there's a lot of people, they have a great misconception, uh, friends, that, uh, that, that the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, That he came as the lamb only. But we must... Listen. This is important. We must come to this conclusion. The lion himself, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the Lord Jesus Christ. He didn't become a lamb. The lion clothed himself with a lamb's robe. Amen. Uh, That's what the Bible is talking about in Philippians. When the Bible says, uh, "Listen, he thought himself." uh, Listen, uh, he thought it not robbery to make himself equal with God, uh, but took and robed himself with humanity with flesh, and he came and dwelt among us. Amen. In John chapter one, the Bible says in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Amen. Then the Bible tells us in John 14, 1 and 14, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Then we see uh, the emergence of Jesus Christ himself and he declares himself the son of man. Uh, Friends, listen, I'm glad today that we have a future hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. He was the hope of Israel. He was the consummation of Israel. He is the establishment of a new humanity. He is, uh, listen, the ransom redeemer. And and listen, he is the reclamation of all things that was, uh, listen, subdued and undone. Uh, Listen, in the Garden of Eden he has consummated all things in and of himself. He is the prophet. He is the one that Abraham spoke about. He is the one that, listen, Abraham said, I look for a day. Uh, Listen, I, I I'm longing for a day when I can embrace and see a city which hath foundations whose builder and maker is God. He was talking about a day when he would be reunited with the great I am. Uh, Moses was looking forward to the day when he could be reunited. Adam and Eve were looking forward to a day when they would have perfect reuniting with the Son, with the Trinity, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Friends, listen, but we see Jesus, the emergence of Christ as he comes upon. Listen, and listen, the prophetic cry of Israel for over 4,000 years, listen, was a longing and a yearning. Yearning for a redeemer. Somebody who can ransom, redeem, reconcile all things. And I believe that uh, so often today that, uh, listen, the necessity and the importance uh, and the place of Christ within the context of uh, national ethnic Israel is lost and it is, uh, listen, it's degraded. But friends, listen, we must think, uh, listen, when we come to this, we see that there is a child that is born. Where is this child born and birthed from? And we've said this oftentimes. If you followed our study through the book of Romans, the elect lady, the nation of Israel, who was made special at the hands of God, who was carried down through time, who was uh, prophetically, uh, uh, listen, guided through God's masterful hands as he was brought down and she was delivered unto a place, to a time, and when she, until she could bear a son. And what is this son? The Bible says that this son, uh, when it shall be born, uh, listen, when it is given unto us, the government shall be upon his shoulder. Listen, we're just going to work our way through this and be done. What does this term mean? The government dominion shall be given unto the son. Friends, listen, we must understand we see the Job context where the Bible says that, listen, the sons of God are going to and fro. The devil is on the earth. He makes his appearance. Listen, uh, before uh, Christ, uh, listen. Before God, and the Bible tells us, uh, listen. He said, "Where have you been?" He said, "I've been going to and fro in the earth." Uh, friends, listen. We see, uh, we see here that there come a, a, a time when man surrendered all things in the garden. Listen, when when God surrendered, not God, but when man surrendered in the garden, uh, we we must understand this. God created them in a state of perfect innocence. He gave them rule, dominion, and domain over all things. And God's intention was for them to stay there in a perfect state. Listen, to grow, to multiply, to rule, to reign, to eventually turn that into a city. And we see that in the consummation of the book of Revelation. Amen, we started in the garden and we're ending in a in, in city. Listen, that was the purpose and the intention of the garden. Listen, but we see that they're coming a place where everything was defiled. Everything was broken. Everything was scattered because man through his disobedience surrendered. Uh, listen, everything that was eternal, he surrendered it at the tree. But we come to a place and listen, I'm not trying to get off track here, but I want you to maintain where I'm going here. We must see, uh, listen, that there is a, there, the, 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 this child This prophetic child that is spoken about in the context of the Word of God is talking about the second person of the Trinity. It is talking about the eternal begotten Son of God. We must uh, realize that when Jesus makes reference to himself, that he said, I am. That's who Abraham was talking about. We see John 1 uh, where we see the unity unity of the eternal begotten. In the beginning was the Word. Uh, Listen, uh, the Word was was with God. The word was God. Amen the same was in the beginning with God Uh, friends that's why we say there never a time when he was not and there never will be a time when I will not be I am I and the father are co-eternal co-existent in unison and in unity with the Holy Spirit of God but we see that there was a love cry uh, listen that came uh, listen out of heaven for the uh, because he wanted to unite his heavenly family and we see that God Himself, amen. We see in the Gospels the term Emmanuel used. What does Emmanuel mean? Emmanuel means God with us. So we see that the incarnate Son of God is conceived by the Holy Ghost on the virgin laden Mary. And He's born and conceived into this world, a lion robed in a lamb's cloth. And friends, listen, when He came down, He embraced all portion. Uh, listen, the Bible tells us he was tried and tempted in all points like as we are, yet without sin. There's a lot of people try and make the argument that Christ could not sin. Uh, listen, I would argue the, uh, the latter, my friends, listen, that Christ was 100%, uh, listen, acclimated to our humanity just like we are, amen? That is why he is, the uh, listen, the super, uh, superb and superior Savior, amen? Uh, because, listen, he could be tempted just as we are, but yet he was tempted without sin. He never succumbed, he never yielded. Thank God, friends, listen. And he came to reestablish, listen, the Davidic seed. He is the king. We don't have to push the king into the future. The king has come. And friends, listen. Oh, today I I would that my brothers and sisters uh, listen, that we lock arms with and we preach in unity of the gospel, I wish that we could come to terms on the fact that Jesus is the new covenant, that Jesus is the new testament, that Jesus is the new temple, that Jesus is the new Israel. Uh, friends, listen, friends, I'm telling you today, he is all in all. Uh, thank God that he is the reestablishment. And listen, we're preaching from this thought. Uh, listen, and the government shall be a His shoulder. There is nothing, friends, listen, there is nothing in this life, in this present day, ever has been, will be, uh, friends, listen, that is not under the rule, dominion, and domain of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. All things have been given unto him. So says the word of God. Friends, listen to me, I'm glad. I listen when the declaration was made on the cross of Calvary and he declared it is finished. Amen. I listen when he uh, uttered the Greek words telestai. I'm glad, friends. I listen that all things were consummated. I listen. And that consummation was not just forth of the forgiveness of sin, that consummation was a reclamation of what was yielded, what was give, given up in the garden. I'm glad that it was an overthrow and an utter establishment of dominion. Hi, friends, listen, on this, uh, listen, of his present kingdom, amen. Hi, listen, I, what are you saying, preacher, that his kingdom already exists? Yes, amen, absolutely. But I'm glad, friends, listen, that we can only see through a glass darkly, listen, now, but one day we shall see face to face. What are you talking about, preacher? We preached a couple, three weeks ago about the already, but the not yet, Friends, listen, we have an established king. Uh, listen, and because we have an established king, we have an established kingdom. And listen, I'm glad that we are in the Lord Jesus Christ. I am glad that he is the king of that kingdom, that the high king of heaven came down. Uh, friends, listen, reclaimed all things that was yielded and lost, and he has uh, set up and established his domain. I uh, friends, listen, he is the line of the tribe. Of Judah, he is. Listen, the Judaic seed that came. Listen, in the line of the tribe of Judah, he didn't come from the line of uh, 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 the, the 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 tribe of Levi. He came and proceeded, and listen, he emerged out of the tribe of Judah, fulfilling the Davidic seed. Listen, he is the establishment of Melchizedek. He is the eternal begotten Son of God. Friends, it's time that we rightly put Christ. In the place where He belongs and where He deserves, friends, we've too often today we focus, hyper-focused, on humanity. Our listen, in our posture, in our position, and how we fit into this thing, friends. Listen, we, this thing's never been about us. It's always been about Him. And when we put Him in His right place, our friends, listen, then we'll find ourselves locking arms together, falling under the atoning umbrella. Our listen, uh, of our great God Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, we can find ourselves, uh, listen, assimilated by allegiance and loyalty as we stand faithfully under the umbrella of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. The government shall be upon his shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. And the Son of Man says... Uh, Listen, as we read over to you in Matthew chapter number 16, he asks Peter the question. He says, Peter, as he's talking not only to Peter, but he's asking his disciples. He says, men, who, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? Thank God that the government, the dominion is upon his shoulders. Thank God, I listen, that his name is wonderful. I thank God that, his, uh, that he is our counselor, he is our intermediary. Amen. I'm glad. Friends, listen, as we see this right here, Jesus assumed the language of Jehovah. Listen, in our King James Bible, Lord, listen, the Hebrew term Jehovah is translated Lord in our Bible over 7,200 times. Listen, we see the term Jehovah translated as Lord, and we see the Lord language, the Jehovah language, the I am assumed in the Lord Jesus Christ, but yet he is the high King of heaven, but he has robed with this lamb skin of humanity. Further yet, he is our counselor. He is our mediator. He is our place of propitiation. Not that we love God, but that he first loved us. That he is our uh, listen, uh, that, when we talk about that place of propitiation, it's the Hilastron, it's the place of mercy. What is that place of mercy? It's temple languages. We look back uh, to the Ark of the Covenant, we see the mercy seat. Where, uh, listen, where uh, on the Bible said that the cherubims stood and their wings overshadowed the mercy seat and they touched that place of mercy, that place of communion, that place where the Shekinah glory, of, where the Spirit of God met with humanity. Uh, friends, listen, he said, I am that place, thank God. Uh, friends, listen, that there is nothing, uh, listen, there is nothing superior to the Lord Jesus Christ. We must make a battle cry about who our Savior is and let the world figure out what they're going to do with them. Amen? Uh, listen, I'm telling you something. Jesus came to his disciples. Uh, listen, and this is what we were preaching about. He said, who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And listen, they, they began to pull their answers together. So they, they, they throwed everything. They said, well, some say that thou art Jeremiah or uh, uh, Isaiah, that thou art Ezekiel or, uh, listen, one of the other prophets. And Jesus pointedly and specifically asked them the question, but who do you say that I am? Friends today, listen, we must come to the realization and the understanding that we can't coerce, that we can't uh, precipitate a decision, that we can't put people in a place where we, uh, we uh, listen, I'm going to tell you something. I believe a lot of times today that we pulled an answer out of somebody. Uh, listen, because we wanted to see numbers, we wanted to see glory. Uh, but friends today, listen, I'm telling you something. Somebody is not going to stand to a line. Uh, listen, and they're not going to going to assimilate themselves with the Lord Jesus Christ unless they purpose in their hearts that they're going to take up the cross and they're following after Christ. heard a man say this the other day. Uh, Listen, (laughs) Uh, if you've ever seen the Chronicles of Narnia C.S. Lewis, did a tremendous job. Uh, Listen, it's basically a kid's book in fiction and depiction of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, The lion in the movie whose name is Aslan As C.S. Lewis, uh, uh, listen, as he transliterates uh, and he goes through and he writes this story about Aslan, I'm glad, friends, that the stone table is cracked. I'm glad, uh, listen, that Aslan is no longer on the stone table, that he is roaming Narnia. Uh, Listen, and he is roaring, uh, friends, with a thunderous voice. Uh, What I'm telling you today is this, the cross of Calvary. Uh, Listen to me, we have a Savior who came, who lived with us and among us for 33 and a half years he became the son of man friends listen to me and in becoming the son of man he lived in like passions and desires as we did he was tempted 40 days and 40 nights he was tempted as the book of Hebrews says in all points like as we are yet without sin friends listen wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him Uh, believe he lived 33 and a half years the incarnate uh, the son of man the eternal begotten the great I am he came as the lion uh, the precious crown jewel and diadem of heaven the high king of glory came down out of heaven robed himself uh, with the lamb's wool lived 33 and a half years surrendered his life they didn't take it glory to God he surrendered it he gave it uh, at the cross of Calvary and had given his life. Amen. Not only did he give it, but he said, I'll take it up again. Friends, listen to me. He came. He lived. He died. He rose victorious over death, hell, and the grave, and he ascended back to the Father, and he rules and reigns over God's dominion today. He is the King of kings, the Lord of lords. All things flow through him. Friends, listen, and if you go to heaven today, you'll go because the master, the Lord, the Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ, you'll not go any other way. Amen. Friends, listen. And I'm telling you something, friends, listen, it's time that we surrender to, listen, not just not just his death. It's, it's time that Christians today that we surrender uh, to far more than his death. We surrender to his life. We surrender to his death. We surrender to his resurrection. We surrender to his ascension. We, we, uh, listen, uh, we must surrender, uh, friends, listen, uh, to his kingly reign here in this present world. Thank God that we stand in allegiance with him. I'm glad that he is my king, uh, friends, Listen, and I'm glad that we stand in his presence and we call him our wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father. He is the Prince of Peace, amen. I bring in reconciliation to all things. Adrian Rogers said this. He said he's able to save, he's able to subdue, he's able to satisfy, and he's able to secure, amen. Boy, I'm glad, friends, today, listen, that we have someone that is far greater than than we are. Listen, and I'm glad that we fit into God's plan because he first loved us. Gave us a place where he could meet with us. But thank God that we can look to the king of heaven and know, friends, listen, that this thing is winding up. We're marching toward A glorious event, amen. Listen, when we shall, all of God's children shall see the high king of heaven step out on the clouds of glory. We shall see him, not by faith, but we shall see him by sight. Listen, this present body in this present world, friends, listen will be listen, consumed, transformed, amen. Metamorphosized in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye. I thank God, friends, listen. And I've been saying this in 1 John chapter 2, he said, Beloved, we know not what we shall be, but we know that when we shall see him, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Thank God. Friends, and there's coming a day. Listen, when uh, the dominion uh, that has been cast upon his shoulders, Uh, listen, the one that we call the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting, the father, the prince of peace, I'm glad that he will establish a place where we will dwell in unity together, never to be dissolved or separated. uh, Friends, listen, never again thank God. Uh, Friends, listen, that there is a city prepared soon coming and of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Amen, I'm gonna say this and uh, then I'll be done. Of the increase of his government, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice, henceforth, uh, listen, henceforth even forever. Now there's a lot of people who say, uh, listen, and I'm not getting to uh, end times and eschatological debates here uh, in this message here this morning, but I want to say this, friends. Listen, I'm glad that we have of the root and the offspring of Jesse that uh, listen, that, that that descended from the tribe of Judah. I'm glad that we have the messianic king, uh, the incarnate. Uh, listen, the Emmanuel, the word of God that was made flesh and dwelt among us. We have him. Uh, listen, we have him he was born of a virgin conception by the Holy Ghost Uh, listen I'm glad that we have the Davidic king Uh, listen and I'm glad that he's ruling and reigning listen here presently uh, today Uh, he already is but he is not yet friends listen I I want to concede something because I believe that sometimes uh, in preaching and conversation we have minimized uh, the kingdom that is yet to be friends listen but I'm telling you something I'm glad friends listen we can come back together uh, we don't need to, we need to stop talking across one another because I'm glad friends listen that there's an established kingdom in a new heaven and a new earth wherein the king of righteousness shall dwell and I'm glad that he dwells and he reigns now already but fully not yet amen I'm glad that we have the son of man What is the importance of the Son of Man? The importance of the Son of Man is we have a Savior that was made in all points, tried and tempted, just like we are, yet without sin. Amen. Now listen, I I, I want to say this. We have a Savior that is superior to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, Ezekiel, Isaiah, John, James, Peter, and Paul. We have Jesus Christ, our Savior, our King. The increase of his government, there is no end. Upon uh, upon the, the throne of David and upon his kingdom, amen. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom. It's not ours, it's his to order and establish it with judgment and and with justice from henceforth, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of the host, he will perform this. Friends, thank God that we have the Son of Man, the Lord Jesus Christ that stands in our stead. Friends, listen, uh, as we have went through the preaching of the gospel this morning, I want to say this. Who do you say that he is? Who is is the son of man? Who is the son of God? Who is Jesus? And what are you going to do with him? What are you going to do with him? He said, take up thy cross and follow me. Friends, listen, are we going to follow him faithfully? If we follow him faithfully, then we will live a life of faithfulness. Not a moment of faith, but a life of faithfulness. And this is what he's looking for. So when we come down to the end of the way, we can make with absolute clarity and precision. Do you understand uh, how monumental of a statement Paul made? And I'm done. How monumental of a statement Paul made when he said, I have fought a good fight. I have kept the faith. I have finished my course. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me in that day. His life of faith had proved faithfulness. And because of faithfulness, I'm glad that one of these days when we lay down this robe of flesh and we embrace the eternal In the presence of our King, he'll say, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. Now I make thee ruler over many. What are you going to do with Christ today? What are you going to do with Jesus? Where does he fit in your life? Where does he fit? God bless you today. We love you.
0: Uh, Good Lord willing, we'll see you Wednesday night. We'll pick back up on John. I believe last chapter of of, of, the second part of John 5 and John 6. I can't remember where
1: we are. God bless you. We love you. I hope the Lord blesses you wonderfully today. And I hope that if you don't know Jesus and the free pardon of sin, you confess Him as your Lord and your Savior. Amen. It's the only way that you're going to heaven is confess and faithfully follow Him. God bless you today. We love you in Jesus' name.